Some of strength. us like to bail on things occasionally. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who could that be? You. Yeah, but you. <laughs> yeah, but you. No, no, no. You. Yeah, but Jason you. has been doing nothing but calling you out for bailing. Since the, the past. I thought they were in the yeah, past. To be fair, I framed it as this was 18-year-old Morgan. I've yes. moved, right. moved, moved past them. I bail well, much more. He was more old enough to be tried I, as an adult then. I bail, I bail much more subtly now. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We are at the Wheel Route on Twitter. We are at Wheel Route Podcast on Instagram. We have an email address. It is wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send emails there, especially if you'd like to uh, you know, partake in the services offered by the professionals in the group. Um Jason, mostly. Um, you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, that's it for now, but uh, there's others. I've experienced them. My name's Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at LogoOnTheDawn, where I do occasional tweeting, but mostly just uh, COVID-19 news updating at this point. And I'm in Stewart, Florida. It's beautiful. Another another bluebird day in Stewart. Um, we, Emily and I did a good job of being socially isolated today. So we are, we attempted to do our part. So shout out. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm on twitter.com at Shank Jordan. Uh, in our previous episode that we recorded last night, we did some, some Netflix discussing during this time of, of isolation and distancing. Hmm. Um, I found out since we recorded last night that the other guys is on Netflix. Ooh. Watched it, watched it right away. Still still is a banger. Wow. Still holds up. Great. Far and away is watched a it right away. Just yep. on site. You immediately pulled the trigger. It was on site. So uh I'm I'm kind of I don't want to say looking forward to more of those moments, because uh, I would rather be doing other things outside. Yeah. You know, or with people maybe once in a while, but um, I am thankful for for little surprises like that. Uh, my name is uh, <clears throat> Jason Crick. I'm here for the second straight night. Very proud of myself. Hey, um, we are very proud wow. of you. We are proud <laughs> of you. We can take a moment to celebrate me moment and what I've, what I've accomplished here. Is this um, a moment of silence to mourn the, the old Jason? Yeah, let's pour, let's pour one out for the old Jason. Uh, I, I'm emerging. I'm, I'm becoming a new person. The I Iron think Man is, that. is starting a new streak. Yeah. You were out. You were out in, in the mix today. You went to get some curbside pickup at Target. I, I mean. did. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, uh, I still, I still socially isolated. It was also mildly cold in Harrisonburg. Oof. Um, sorry, sorry about it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm just. I was all over today. Um, I cooked, grilled up some, grilled up some pork chops for dinner. Just, just having a, a good, uh, a cute little Sunday here for myself. What kind of sides are we working with? Uh, I, I tossed, uh, I tossed um, some zucchini and some yellow squash and some diced potatoes in a wow. vegetable basket. Put it on the grill. Wow, Jason, yeah. love it. 
Love to I see it. I burned the absolute <laughs> out of my thumb. <laughs> because, so like, the vegetable basket uh, has a little handle. I have one off. of those, too. I've done that before. <laughs> right? Yes. And yes. so, like, I, I tried to hit the tab to let the handle off to close the grill, and I pushed the wrong tab and just, like, uh, you could all but hear it, like, sizzle. It was, uh That's it's when you know it's like ready. Me. I'm so angry at myself. Yep. Uh, do you tweet on Twitter? I do tweet on Twitter. Um, yeah. I tweet on Twitter at uh, Jason Crack oh, cool. um, from time to time. Mostly, uh, mostly angry tweets these days uh, at the state of America. Here we are. Excellent. Who else? Uh, Coach E at <laughs> Wheel Route Intern. Before Logan asks me, it's spelled Wheel R T E Intern. Um, tweeting. Daily captain's logs, but not so daily. I've been just mindfully enjoying my weekend and didn't get <laughs> caught up in Twitter. Um, That's a good idea. Smart. I, it's, dark. it's dark out there right it, now. It is, you know. Um, my day was interesting. I started off watching Miss Americana on Netflix. It was great. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend it. Um, it was it, the, the parts I captured seemed seemed good. It was well done. I also think it did a really good job of just like relating. So it's about Taylor Swift and she does a really good job of just like relating her story to the story of other women, not just like celebrity women. So I was very moved, very touched, you know? Mm -hmm. And then of course my day was filled with just like Taylor Swift music all day because they're bangers, all of them, undeniably. Except for the most recent album, but you know. We'll, we'll pretend there are some great songs on that there's album. One or two, there's I'm one or two still not sold on the majority of them. There, okay. There's a couple I'll listen to without griping again, but you need to listen to um, oh, Cruel Summer. Yeah, that's a good one. That's fine. I, okay. Yeah, well, this is another episode. It's another episode. <laughs> I like. I will say I like the 1989 album better, but yeah. it's neither here. Great year, 1989. Can't um, confirm. And confirm. then I sat in my driveway in a beach chair for a while. I had also taken our a fan outside and got the industrial like extension cord plugged into the garage and had that outside fanning me yeah. it was lovely this was some there bag was some of pretzels extreme florida woman happening as emily sat in a lawn chair next to the chairs that we have to sit in that are on the front porch <laughs> and just in the on the concrete with a fan blowing on her outside <laughs> which was hilarious it was actually beautiful it was uh it was breezy today which was kind of nice mm-hmm. oh. breezy spring florida is a good is a good place oh yeah we could like, use some rain though. it's like eight yeah it's really crispy around here but that's tis the season to be crispy, because it'll be raining soon enough. Damn it! My skin is getting crispy. <laughs> I know that's right. Tan and crispy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Just throw a little shaking. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys? What are you guys drinking? Uh, I am drinking a Star Hill Ramble on Juicy IPA. Ooh. Uh, very good beer. Highly recommend it. Uh, this is because I got to go to the grocery store today. Uh, I found... you, were selected, you were selected in the draft to uh, yeah, deal no, with the I, uh, I actually found one of my neighbors to help jump my car this afternoon. Right. Thanks um, to the Lord. And it was, it was very sweaty for the first couple of attempts, uh, but I got, got the, uh, the negative cable on my end attached to a better ground, and we got her fired up. So, uh, 
Yeah, we're big, big morale boost over here at the compound. <laughs> Did you just the- drive around for like 30 minutes and really like let the alternator hum? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> my man. You have to go out, just sit in your car and rev it for like five minutes a day now. Yeah. Well, and you got to let the people know, you know, the horses are ready. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, there's actually a girl. So we've had this conversation like, what do, uh, you know, Jordan, Jason, you've been here. We've driven on Jupiter Island where, like, all the rich people live. It's like, man, there's really no one here, like, six months plus out of the year. Like, what do they do with all their stuff? And there's a girl that goes to our gym, and her job is, like, she's a property manager. She just, like, goes to people's places and, like, runs their AC and, run, like, moves their car around. This is and the then- job I've been looking for. <laughs> so I can double dip and work my job remote, but also yes. enjoy the luxuries yeah. of other people's wealth. <laughs> put you in touch so anyhow i um may be coming for your coming for your though on that one so we'll see resume for resume across the podcast we'll just Uh, go into business together we can be like uh, the wheel route property manager oh oh god yes i like it get a little llc put together then we can write off podcasting expenses Going, I so. already know how to get. We could be a wholly, a wholly owned time. subsidiary of Empower to Heal Industries. I'm learning so. all about like <laughs> tax and tax write off so we're gonna be in good hands, guys. Yeah, by learning all about it, we mean just oh. letting it just mow us over with just without a it rip. It's really but, difficult. To yeah, understand. but yeah, so so that's what I'm drinking. That's a long, <laughs> long about way to say it. that's what. Right, I, like, I like to hear that. I'm glad you got out too. How is the you had uh, teased us real quick before we move on to other people's drinks. You had teased us uh, a couple days ago that you um, had acquired eight and a half pounds of trail mix from the uh, sharp Granola, shop. not trail mix, granola. <laughs> okay, subtle difference. You're right. Um, yeah. Can granola be in trail mix? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I've, I've actually got one of the bags here. <laughs> it's uh, your, your Quaker Simply Granola. Oh, same brand too. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got ra- real raisins, not just okay. raisins, real raisins, whole grain oats, real almonds, and honey. So the honey might be, you know, three D printed or something. But uh, eight and a half pounds of this stuff for four bucks. Shout out to Sharp Shopper. That is, nice. I mean, that's just tremendous value. Yeah, and you could feed a horse. Eight and tremendous and a half fiber oats. contents. It's keeping things very regular <laughs> over here. Now, are you one to just like? dry snack on some granola or are you more of a like milk over the granola eat it a cereal kind of guy so i what i have been doing is just the dry snacking like (laughs) put you know put put some in a napkin or a coffee filter and and have it while i watch my stories in the evening (laughs) but um yeah i i could go for milk i'd rather i think maybe do some like vanilla yogurt mix Ah. it up into that i think Mm. that would be preferable Yes. Just water, straight water <laughs> with ice cubes. <laughs> like I'm a, to mix that a little bit. Like a monster. Um, Jason, what are you drinking? I am drinking another Devil's Backbone Gold Leaf because I got a few of them. Still working through. That's yep. what I like to see. And it's cold, which is nice on my thumb. So, <laughs> Emil? Um, I'm drinking a dark horse Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Love to see it. Feel, I have feeling real French after all this F1 racing I've been watching. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we are feeling extremely French. Freaking Team Renault. You hate to see it. Um, I have a Cigar City Highlight IPA. All right. Good choice. So, keeping it somewhat local. This is my last of my good beers, though. Um, 
been drinking a lot of seltzers around here and um hashtag seltzer season yeah and i have some modelos uh still but might need to do one of those frenzied you know mouth uh yeah put my wear my buff into the grocery store and uh buy some nice beers hey we've got that four week free trial of shipped they deliver alcohol too oh just every day have them run me down a a foti there we go (laughs) hello just kidding you can't have foties in florida 32s will they ship across state lines this is this is oh, doubt it. Doubt it. Well, there's a market for that, maybe. <laughs> this is what our LLC. This is what our LLC can yes. start providing. It's like the modern day, like what what they call them, like in the bootleggers. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's how NASCAR farm. got started. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say it's the reason NASCAR started. It, it gave us uh, eastbound and down. Yeah, Peyton yep. Manning is the legendary naked bootlegger. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> See what I did there. No that relates to this in the least amount of way something can actually relate to this. This is a sports podcast, Jason. Um, speaking of alcohol, though, and bootlegging, um, the governor did allow in Florida is allowing restaurants to provide like curbside oh, yeah. alcohol service oh, too. Yeah. So like yeah. drinks to go. Great. Just Great Harrisonburg idea. gave a clearance for that. Just Perfect. go ahead and just give me a jug of dirty martini for the road. Can you imagine just how out of pocket you'd be by the end of the drive home? Wow. <laughs> the tallest mason jar you can find. <laughs> is it is it like the seven eleven Slurpee, like fill your own container? Oh god. Thing, <laughs> yeah. Where you I'm can sure. bring like the the empty cheese balls container <laughs> and just say load load her up, Gladys. I you, you know my order. Three handles of Tito's in there, like eleven hundred <laughs> olives. You just you, you you give me like, a tray of shots and put the tape over the top of it, so it's yeah. a... <laughs> you just tap it. You tap it like a like a damn maple tree that you get syrup out of, and you just put, put the spigot in real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good times. One time, my mother tried to infuse vodka in Texas. Were you there, Emily? No, uh, I was not. She got on this kick. I know this is going to surprise you. My mom got on a kick about uh, something. Now, shout out to her. It's actually her birthday when this uh, pod when this podcast drops tomorrow. So, oh, nice. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, but mom. Anyhow, happy birthday. This one isn't dropping on Monday. So, is her birthday on Monday? Her birthday's on Monday, yes. Okay. Her birthday is okay. today. Happy today. birthday, Ann. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it is my mom's birthday. Feliz. Um, but anyhow, she got into this. Uh, they, she and her sister tried to make some like peppermint infused vodka so they got all this vodka and put it in like like a one of those drink serving carafe things or whatever and then just like put all these freaking uh like candy cane like nuggets in there and the stuff was like it was (laughs) it was just so like sugary because it just like dissolved the candy canes that are like all sugar Uh, syrup right yeah i mean it was yeah i mean i I think maybe using like a peppermint syrup might have been a better move but that would have taken away some of the like infusing i think it was because we went to a restaurant and they had like this grape infused vodka that had just grapes in the jug of vodka that they were dipping out of and it like it looked cool it was a cool idea but i don't know that it it carried out the same way with the like after dinner mints as it did with the grapes. <laughs> so anyhow, that's the memory I have <laughs> from like Christmas in Texas. I think one time. Good times. Anyhow. All right. Um, we talked 24 hours ago. Anybody got any updates? How are things? Nobody's coughing. Not yet. Feeling good. Jordan, your voice is sounding a little, a uh, little deep and a little deep and 
and Rasty. such. You feeling all right? Yeah. Yeah, I had one good cough before, I think, oh, before we went on air, but. Yeah. I had a headache earlier and thought, oh, no, this is it. And then I remembered what, what we saying. talked about. Like, <laughs> all, the, all these freaking symptoms are just the symptoms of, like, now I'm 30. And so, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, right. like, was that it? Wait, I, had, do I, have I had Achilles tendinitis and pain in my knee. I'm like, right. oh, oh, wow. This Middle is age. This is the Rona. Rona's going to amputate. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said yesterday. It's like, well, you're going to be sore. Like, go on. <laughs> Been there. I uh, love every day. My main concern, again, after watching Colton's bachelor colton's video about his symptoms when he said that he gets so out of breath that it was even hard to get off the toilet i was like Ooh. oh yeah also <laughs> welcome to awful. every morning of my life so i mean <laughs> I, I, I fail to see an issue with that i mean i'm usually huffing and Look, puffing sweating when the bullets. squats are heavy i go, I go, so I go straight saying. in i go straight into the shower off that thing <laughs> i've been using much less tp too because of that hey speaking of this you know, the Twitter debate about peeing in the shower should really be revisited this is in not the a shortage of... Everyone pees in the shower. Everybody pees in the shower. I did <laughs> not until recently. <laughs> until you recently. Three decades ago. So you're life. in a season of growth, Emily. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm also trying to conserve toilet paper. So, right. you know, when the opportunity presents itself, might as well. I mean... Rinse it down. Back in the day, I used to just pee into the bathtub in college and then just turn a little water on. Some of those, some of those hungover mornings. It, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You don't want to be staring at the bowl with one arm on yeah. the on the. Yeah, yeah. You just no, had never course, experienced no the joys of being a man. Yeah, that is for sure. That would not be an easy feat for for girls. So. I mean, you could just stand in the bathtub and pee, but. Yeah, you really have to. Spread, <laughs> it'd have to be a wide tub. You'd have to kind of spread your legs so you went. You know. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think well, anyone is like willfully peeing on their. Feet. I think the drunk girl move or the hungover girl move is more to sit on the sink, which doesn't make any sense because wouldn't it be much easier to sit on the toilet? Hold on, that's a thing. I've I've not done that, but I've known girls to do that. I think you do that when like there's when you like you and your friend both have to pee right really bad. I don't think One you of do them that sits on the like. Sink. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. you're not gonna choose the sink over the toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope, no. this is a foot closer. I'm going <laughs> to the sink uh, the toilet, but I can crawl under this thing. Jordan, did you ever pee in the sink of a lawn room? Uh no. Can't oh. say I've had that pleasure yet, yeah. but I'm still open to it. <laughs> okay, all right. I peed in Ethan Hiles lawn room sink multiple times. Thanks for um, the invite, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like they don't have toilets, obviously, in the lawn room. So they just have like a little sink in like mm -hmm. a closet in the room. So you like basically have to get someone to like hold the door shut so you can just like press yourself against the sink and pee in there. But I remember I peed in his sink during lighting up the lawn, and I like rolled out of the little bathroom. Like it was obvious that I had peed, um, and like one of our professors was just in the room, like hanging out, like dapping up Ethan. I was like, oh, hello, brother. Anyhow, he's a bro. He's the party. I think still, you know, favors favors a couple adult beverages himself. So, you know, we we shared a knowing look. We dapped. Great, great. All right, let's get down to brass tacks here. We're podcasting. Um, last night was the first in a, a random installment of let's get to know the hosts um, and their personalities. Uh, we all learned a lot about 
uh, me, which was interesting to be on the receiving end of. Um, not my most comfortable moment, but I do appreciate uh, the feedback. Strong performance out of everyone. Um, but uh, yeah, so today, who's up, Emily? Again, randomly generated. We're doing this hot seat style. We've all taken a couple, what, three different personality tests. Yeah. And Emily is a professional and trained in... She's trained dark in, arts. in using the dark arts, but she's not necessarily certified, certified. in using the dark arts. And the Enneagram, I'm still learning about myself. Aren't we all? Yes. All right. So that being said, give it to us straight. All right. Tonight in the hot seat is none other than Jordan Shank himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Jordan. All right. So... Um, Jordan, actually, I have to say, all three of your tests, I think, create a really clear picture of who you are. Unlike uh -oh. um, Logan's experience last night, you were probably think, like what? far more definitive in your answers. Uh -oh. um, so we're going to start with the Myers-Briggs. Um, we use 16personalities.com for their free quiz, if anyone wants to check it out. So as explained last night, no we, have, <laughs> we have four spectrums um, of personality on the Myers-Briggs. Mm -hmm. The first being um, extrovert versus introvert, which is where we get our energy. And Jordan, well, Jason and, and Logan, do you want to take a guess on where Jordan falls? I think Jordan is uh, like 70 plus percent introvert. Yeah, I was going to agree. Okay. 82% introverted. Yeah. Well done, gentlemen. That's what we yes. do. Um, and then energy, which is intuitive versus observant. Intuitive, again, is more of like kind of going with your gut, big picture, patterns, ideas. Observant is more of facts, numbers, um, what you gather with your five senses, what's actually in front of you. Mm, I'm guessing the second one. Observant? Yeah. See, I would uh, – no, you're right, I think. I'm going to say like 60% observant. Logan, do you have a percentage? Uh, 59. 74% observant. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Practical dollar my app. Down to earth. <laughs> All right, then nature, thinking versus feeling. Does Jordan go more with logic and rationale or more with his feelings? I'm going to say 70% logic. I'm going to say he's closer to the middle on this one, but still on the logic side. 65% feeling. Told you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised by this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are we, where are we at? We're at I. We are at ISF. 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 And then tactics, how he approaches work planning and decision oh, making. Oh, he's J. He's J on this for sure. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Percentage? Um, 74 65. 74%. Oh, <laughs> I uh, didn't see. Don't worry. Decisive, thorough, and highly organized. All right. And mm -hmm. the last category, which is assertive versus turbulent. What do you think he is? Wait, wait, wait. Is this a new thing? No, we talked about it last night, too. This is Myers-Briggs, though? Yep. It is. It was, it's it newer. Like it's been around and... for a few uh, years. It kind of is like. It's the wing. Yeah, it's like the wing. Yeah. Mm. 
like the wing. He's got a turbulent chicken wing. So assertive people are more like they are less likely to maybe, I mean, they care, but like they don't let what other people think kind of weigh on them. They're more direct versus turbulent. They're like more self-conscious, maybe like concerned more about what other people think. I, I would I would think he would err towards the first one, but I, I think he's closer to the middle. Yeah, I agree with that. Sixty nine percent turbulent. Wow, yeah. I was also surprised by this one. Nice. Yes. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit now, Jordan. Your initial impressions just from what we've read so far. You said you were surprised by the turbulent and the feeling the most. Yeah, and I think again, I think kind of what I mentioned when we recorded our first piece in this saga last night is some of this is so situational that just to paint it with a very broad brush like uh the other the other one that surprised me I think was the thinking versus feeling Mm -hmm. um so I think that's like if I think of it in the context of my work and my professional decisions, yeah. like I wouldn't necessarily associate uh, myself with those categories. But if I looked into it from a personal relationship lens or outside of uh, the LinkedIn world, then I, I could definitely see where that comes yeah. from. So I think as we kind of dive into this a little bit more, I think it'll give you some more understanding of why it maybe surprised you. Um, Because what I would say is because your percentages are so strong, it's not as situational as you think it is. Okay. But it probably is more true to your personality. Um, So first of all, I was going to say, I, Emily asked me what I thought you were. And I was like, in my mind, the first letter and the last letter are like the easiest ones to kind of like get a hold on. And I was like, it's definitely introvert and definitely J, which is, I'm pretty strong, extrovert and J. Um, But anyhow, yeah, so I was- Yeah, I think the middle two letters, why they're kind of hard sometimes, like, so we talked about the- They seem subtle. They're like, they're almost like the wings. So for example, like a thinker and judger is going to come across a lot more strongly as a very logical analytical person. Whereas like a feeling judger um, is still like analytical, but is more likely to kind of take into account how their decisions are going to affect the whole group. Whereas maybe someone more with your personality, Logan is again, more of a driver, like you'll take it into consideration, but only to an extent, like you have a main goal of let's get the project done where Jordan, I think might be a little bit more like, let's get the project done. But let's also make sure there's like peace and harmony. In the Do it in that. a way that works. Like how we get there is, is more important than maybe other person. The end result. Yeah. Yes. Respect so that's the process. Yeah. So those middle letters, like you said, they're a little more subtle because I think they help mm-hmm. kind of dictate the, the first and the last. So interestingly enough, Jordan, I kind of found it interesting you had this because um, my sister and one of my best friends are both defenders. And I was like, oh, that's that's the easy connection with Jordan. Um, So your personality type is one of the more common, but it's unique in that um, your individual traits. um, Let me reword that. 
it's more of how your traits work together versus the individual traits themselves with this personality type. So, um, for example, defenders have excellent analytical abilities, which is why Bingo. most people would think you're more of a thinker than a feeler. Um, you're reserved, but you have well-developed people skills and robust social relationships, which is tends to be more uncommon for introverts. Um, and though they are, I would say that's very true. That's very true of Jordan. Yes. Like knowing Jordan. Yeah. And though you're a generally conservative type, you're often receptive to change and to new ideas. I'll accept that for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I kind of organized this on th- based on things that I felt pretty well defined you, and then I have some things I would like to put out there for reflection and get your take on it. Okay. So the things that I felt like well represented you and your personality type is that um, you can be easily relied on to get a job done on time. Um, you have a tendency to underplay accomplishments and your kindness is often respected. Um, You utilize memories not to retain data and trivia, but to remember people and details about their lives. I feel like that's very true of you. Like you're really good at having very specific follow-up with people on, hey, last time we talked, like this is something you brought up. I wanted to follow up on that. Yeah, I agree with that. Good recall, yeah. Um, in general, your summary is that, uh, let me go here to my notes. I'm sorry. Your strengths are your supportive, reliable, patient, imaginative, observant, enthusiastic, loyal, hardworking, and you have great practical skills. Sold. Sign me up. So now let's go to my questions. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. So one of the things that came up for your personality type specifically the the turbulent type Uh um, is that you're very meticulous to the point of perfectionism and sometimes that actually may drive you to procrastinate would you say that that's true of you i would definitely agree that i'm a procrastinator and i do think part of that is due to wanting to once i start something like i want to have the ability to just do it correctly rather than start it, get hung up, get stuck in the middle. I think I'm much more of like a lay everything out so that when the process starts, it doesn't get interrupted. Which is why like all the car repair stuff was weighing so heavily on you. I mean, it seemed, it seemed to be at times. Yeah, like at the, times. The, the frustrating parts of the it. the process like, got interrupted. Yes, yeah, for the, sure. part, the parts that you were unable to like get done in, in your one fell swoop with your tool, tools that you ordered, like... The, you know, it would be like, oh, I had to use the, the pneumatic hammer to like loosen this thing. Like that was not part of the, that was not yeah. part of what I needed to do. Yeah. I remember that. I got you. Go on. Well, and I thought that was interesting because I, I think that's something that a lot of people, they see procrastination as laziness. And mm-hmm. I myself am someone who's very perfectionistic Oof. and it's like, same thing. I'll, I'll more so put things off because I know once I get into it, I'm almost going to be obsessive about it. Yeah. And I, like, I, I, don't, do think, I don't have time to do this perfect right now, so I'm not even going to try to. Yeah. 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 And I do think procrastination for me kind of like there is kind of a, a juice that the stressing out provides at the end of the process that like 
it, as you're getting closer to a deadline, you get more of a sense of, I get mer- more of a sense of urgency oh, yeah. of like, mm-hmm. okay, it's, it's gotta happen. So I'm going to be more focused, not only because this is important to me, but b- because it's also got to happen. Right. So that, that also may be a function of the observant trait. So the observant versus intuitive, intuitive people tend to be a lot more like, all right, like, let's get it going. Let's get started and like, stop talking about it so much where observant people, again, they, they kind of want to make sure everything is lined up. So mm-hmm. when they start, it's going to be effective. So that, that makes sense. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is that while your kindness is often respected, more cynical and selfish people are likely to take advantage of it. So do you feel like either things get pushed onto you or people kind of rely or overly depend on you? I I think so at times, not like, I don't feel that that's the rule. I think that's more the exception. That's and good. I think I've tried to like put myself in positions both professionally and with friendships, relationships where that's at a minimum. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, when, when you do notice it, it's, it, it's not ideal. Um, so in, in situations where you can minimize that, absolutely. I try to do that, but not, I don't think it's, it's possible to completely eliminate that because you're, you're relying on other people. Do you feel, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Do you feel like that's something that you had to kind of learn and grow over time, the ability to set those boundaries and recognize people were doing that? Or do you feel like that's naturally always been a strength for you to, to recognize that happening? Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, that is something that I've grown into. Um, because it's, it was especially like in a work setting, uh, that's the first kind of example that comes to mind is like when, when you enter the workforce or the new job, it's really easy to get caught up into thinking of like, I'm green, I'm raw. I just need to say yes to everything and like Mm -hmm. prove myself. Mm -hmm. But with kind of experience and gaining the respect of, you know, people above you, the people you work with, then you kind of figure out, okay, here are, here are places I can be assertive and say no. And it's, it's not unreasonable to say no, as opposed to this is just part of the job and you, you can't really say no because I don't feel like it type thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing was it said defenders need a lot of positive feedback and admitting this need sometimes feels too vulnerable. So like how I would reword that is you're someone who – really values words of encouragement like that's life-giving to you to -hmm. receive affirmation but like to admit that that's something you need would maybe feel like too selfish yeah i and hearing it worded like that i i hesitate to say like yes i need that Mm -hmm. because that does sound kind of like yeah yeah, it it, i i don't like personally the way that sounds maybe it's true for me and i'd like have some sorting out to do with myself but like (laughs) i i definitely do appreciate those components and like realize how important they are to me but i don't like the idea of like 
absent if those are absent then i simply can't function or i get thrown into chaos yeah so. i wouldn't define it at as that as much as i think maybe your personality type and this is also based off of observe observing other defenders in my life um where it's it's almost like just the word need in general is probably something that you don't you don't prioritize your own needs. You prioritize other people's needs That's because fair. you're very protective of other people. Yeah. I think that's fair. Mm. Mm. I won't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound terrible. Like when you put it that way, but, <laughs> that's good spin. I like yeah. That. It can't like, it certainly can be unhealthy if you take yeah. that to the wrong magnitude. Right. Well, I know Emily, like, and I, I think I do a little bit of this to mm -hmm. an extent too. Like I like have a tough time taking a compliment because I feel like I've, and it's, it probably spins out of like the whole thing where I always say like things should be properly rated. Like I, I shouldn't right. deserve, I don't deserve a compliment for that because it's something that like I should have it been taking. Be yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's like, honestly how I think about a lot of things, but like, I've realized that that's like probably an unhealthy pattern that I can't just like sit in the moment and like allow people to like give me a, a benign or not benign compliment about something that's like totally okay and it because it does feel good to be complimented and be noticed mm -hmm. um but for whatever reason like i have a tough time like allowing that to just go unsaid mm -hmm. so i mean so jordan i mean i i that's what i'm saying like i feel you because i think i do the same thing emily would attest to that yeah and I, I kind of wonder, though, if some of it is a little I don't know if it's like bit... false humility. I'm trying to project yeah. like this air yeah. of like humility, but and like it, it's not false. I shouldn't say false, unnecessary right. humility because it's like, I like you're not, I like a, you're not achieving. You yeah, you're not achieving anything by being humble in that moment. If someone is or a, attempting to be humble in that moment or downplaying, you know, someone noticing mm -hmm. something about you, like that's not that's not like necessarily helpful. And it doesn't yeah. make me strong because I'm like, no, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, encourage don't even me. say it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll let you know when we have something to celebrate. I don't need your love. Go away. Yeah. Well, so it's interesting you bring up that word humility because on the list of weaknesses, one for Jordan was humility, like being overly humble. Mm. And yeah. it said, like feeling <laughs> uncomfortable being in the spotlight, yeah. maybe even feeling guilty taking due credit for your efforts. Yeah. So like literally I, at the current moment or <laughs> I mean, yeah, like like the example Logan brought up about receiving compliments in a healthy manner, like I certainly struggle with that. Um and I think like that comes from a place of I don't want to be seen as someone who like who yeah. other people view and this like me worrying about what other people think, but like who other people view is like, Oh, this guy just like gets off on us, like, you know, complimenting him or whatever. So it's, <laughs> but so there is like, there I just, is like, a tough time. I don't think anyone has ever thought about anybody, but yeah, yeah. there is a tough <laughs> time finding the balance of that. And cause there are times like there are times at work where I've gotten complimented for something that was not by any means all my responsibility or all mine doing like it was a team thing multiple people worked on this but I'm the one getting complimented and that that is very uncomfortable because I want those other people to receive yes. appropriate adulation for that as well 
Dude, you gotta you gotta reap those gains, baby. <laughs> so yeah, it's like finding claim that, what's yours. It's like finding that balance of yeah. like being able to take the compliment while still utilizing your strength of like acknowledging the people on your team and acknowledging those who like helped you reach that point. Right. Yeah. All right. Now here's the part that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so Jordan. So when we get into like <laughs> friendships, um, so this personality type prefers to be able to connect on a deeper level. Um, it makes sense then that their friends are made not by random encounters, but through uncomf- uh, through comfortable and consistent contact, as in class or in the workplace where they have time to get to know each other little by little. Yeah, thousand percent agree with you're not yes. just picking, You're not just picking up dudes at bars. <laughs> you guys wanna be bros? Not, not doing that, no. <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> I think if like, they compliment your jacket, you, you would have turned them down anyway. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> you remind me a lot of my sister in this way, and that like you might come across as shy, but it's really more like right. you just like really want to invest in the friendships that you have. Right. So you like open up when you know, like, okay, like this is someone I actually can foresee myself having a relationship with, a yeah. friendship with. I would, yeah. I would, and I think yeah. even more so, like, as as an introvert pretty solidly like when you're when your time kind of you have less time to devote to social stuff like i want to make sure i spend that well i want to make sure i allocate that time or those resources well and not just scatter it all you know spread myself too thin almost if that I, makes sense. Oh my gosh. I love that you just brought that up because that's another thing that like extroverted people don't understand about introverts. It's like, I want to socialize and I, I want to be a social being, but I also, I see, I see things in terms of like, um, almost like a battery of energy, yeah. right? Like, okay, if I go and do this thing, I know it's going to require me to expend this much energy. And do I really have enough energy in my tank to do that right now? Yeah. Right. And that's where I feel like I've learned a lot from you, Emily, about that, because I think there's like the pre- prevailing idea that like people who are introverted don't like doing things. And that's just not true. They right. do like doing things, but they have like a finite amount of battery that they can expend so like the excuse of oh let's just go do it it'll be fun like that is not like you don't connect you don't connect you don't connect with that kind of you don't connect with that kind of logic that's what i'm saying but like that's you know more of something like somebody would say like oh come on there's plenty of people there that 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 you like like again not helpful because there's plenty of people there and so it's like i've kind of like learned i think i've learned and gotten a little bit better at that like you know usually like we're not like getting after it or if we do have a weekend where we like do something friday and saturday like usually sunday is like we need to lay low and like i'm aware of that i frankly need to lay low too yeah i've realized that that is can be helpful and constructive time too um because i feel like often the extroverted person like gets the it's kind of like it's, it's like the morning person thing the conversation the extroverted <laughs> yeah. person like gets the like i think uh the benefit of being seen as like the better person mm, yeah. if you know what i'm saying um the friendlier person yes, right yeah. yeah which is just like that's just not true but um you just have like slightly different values on on exactly. time and stuff anyhow exactly all right oh, all right <laughs> um okay so 
in terms of the turbulent aspect, this Jason and Logan, are, it's going to be really important to keep this in mind during the time of the coronavirus. We're going to have to check in on our sweet Jordan. Okay. Because. Check in on your sweet prince. <laughs> um, during the time. They the tend to feel a little bit more under stress or anxious um, when their situations they can't control. Um, Word. These personalities can take on too much responsibility for negative situations they notice around them. They tend to see all that can be fixed in the world or all the people who need help. Um, and so like in times like this, it can feel very helpless when there's so much like there's so much going on yeah. that I could be helping with or people who need service and like I can't help them. I can't service the people. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So how do you feel about that, Jordals? Uh, I I agree with that. Um I, I certainly relate to it, but I think like I, it, as I've grown into adulthood, I've tried to do a better job of recognizing like, like, yes, this current thing stresses me the hell out. Absolutely. Because of everything you read and all the horror stories that you like, you see reported on or you can kind of let your mind wander and like just imagine um but i think i've done i've tried to do a good job of growing into like recognizing what what does what if anything does me spinning my mind about this do does it help yeah. and what what would be helpful that is under my control and figure out like okay is is this worth again devoting my energy my time my resources my mental capacity to or is it just a detriment and yeah. so i don't i don't always get that right by any means but i think it is something i try to be mindful of you're a therapist stream jordan just a lot of <laughs> <laughs> introspection self-growth great work before we move on from the myers-briggs any questions, comments, concerns? About Sweet Jordan? About Sweet Jordan's Myers-Briggs? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I actually, I mean, I think that, like you said, it, 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 some, it did a good job of summing up Jordan that I know fairly well. I don't disagree. Second. I, I think it was, it was illuminating though about like we talked about the middle the middle letters and just kind yeah. of some of the subtle differences there and like what you think about yourself I think often like you have a preconceived idea of like what is better so you want to think that the better one is is you but right. it's not necessarily true because these are just pure descriptors of you they're not like mm -hmm. value added at yeah. all so. yeah. and and it's the idea of how do they all work together Yes. versus like the individual traits on their own yeah the sum yeah. of all parts Much like the community okay. oh love it identity community mission it's a triangle <laughs> all right so jordan's enneagram actually just kind of helped illuminate his myers-briggs even further i think it was is a it Briggs or briggs myers-briggs sorry is it briggs I think so like lance briggs Maybe. linebacker right. from the bears Sack check me. Sack administrator. Um, so the numbers you sent me, Jordan. Um, I had Briggs. It... Briggs. Briggs. Let the record show Briggs. Lance Briggs. Briggs. 
I had to do a little bit more research because you had two very high I did. numbers. Ooh. So based on my research, <laughs> I think so one in six were very high numbers for you. Yeah. And ones can sometimes misidentify as a six. Oh. However, based on my research, I think a one fits you much better with a wing two. Ah, one wing two. Classic. I'm a two wing one. So oh. we're just I'm a combo flop. guard. One wing two. You know. <laughs> so you're known as the activist. Um, you tend to be principled and empathetic, consistent, and you have a desire for justice and equality. You're motivated by fighting for change and reform, volunteering, solving societal problems, and working closely with other people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your basic fear is being immoral and making unethical choices. And your basic motivation is to be upstanding, humane, and fight for the rights of others. Your strengths are defending other people, which goes with your defender personality type. Pack line. You're sensitive to the needs of others. You serve your community. You're a creative problem solver, and you're willing to sacrifice. Yeah, those, those all sound like good, good things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Let's go. Weakness, let's go. Weaknesses. Weaknesses <laughs> tend to go hand in hand with your defender personality type. Um, tendency to be maybe obsessive or perfectionistic and very yeah. critical of yourself, maybe sometimes others. Yeah. Feel like it summed it up? I Yeah, I, I see no lies. <laughs> <laughs> and then your top five, Jason and Jordan. Logan. Oh, gosh. It's going to be hard for me. <laughs> it's okay. You've got two J's. All right. <laughs> so I'm not expecting you to know the particular names of the five traits. But, like, if you were to describe what you think Jordan's maybe top strength would be, how would you describe it? Defense. Okay. Meaning? Defense. Lateral quickness. Defender. Uh, yeah. Um, hip hip uh, speed. Fluid. Ferocious. <laughs> Uh, tiger. Diesel. <laughs> I mean, pretty much I know like the five that I got, and I feel like I feel like analyst would be high on his as well. Okay. Yeah, I could see analyst being high. I feel like we all that's probably why we all do a podcast together about like things that require a lot Checks of out. Out. a lot of analysis. Okay. <laughs> but, so you're projecting that um analysis will be one of his top five. Yes. Yes. And when you said defender, what did you mean by that? Well, I was just saying that because he got Defender on those other two things. Because it was and it was low-hanging fruit. From what you learned about the Defender, Logan, <laughs> what strength do you think he possesses? Um, I mean, he has a, a, a bent towards justice, and he's, like, empathetic. Yep. Okay. So. Any other strength? You, what, did I, what did I say about you? I said, uh, it's like thoroughness one. Yeah. But that wasn't one of yours. It wasn't one of mine. It was close to one of mine, but you think that might be one for Jordan? Yeah, but I just don't know if that's one of the ones. I don't know what the list of available terms is. You don't know what the draft is. Right, I'm just saying, like, describe them since you don't know the names. Is principled one or something like it? Okay, so maybe principled, thorough, analytical, and... Just character um, and integrity, you know? Don't ever question it. You guys... Jordan? Oh, you already know. Never mind. (laughs) All right. Jordan. (laughs) Five. Oh, right. You took the test. (laughs) 
Top five, deliverer, which is oh. an objective to take responsibility, to follow through on all promises and strong ethical principles. Nice. That feels like my Logan, the completest thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I thought of with this one, Jordan, is like I will often, I feel like we'll have text exchange with your conversations with you where you might have something coming up that maybe a lot of other people bailed from, or maybe you're just not like feeling it anymore. Maybe your introverted battery is running low, but you will keep a commitment to a fault. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. All right, his second Some of strength. us like to bail on things occasionally. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who could that be? You. Yeah, but you. <laughs> yeah, but you. No, no, no. Yeah, but Jason you. Jason has been doing nothing but calling you out for bailing. Since the past. Episode. I thought they were in the yeah, past. To be fair, I framed it as this was 18-year-old Logan. I've yes. moved, right. yes. moved, moved past him. I bail well, much more. He was old enough to be tried I, as an adult then. I bail, <laughs> I bail much more subtly now. I'm more of a, a I've really so we're subtle the craft. Yes. Um, second strength is timekeeper. Um, setting Ooh. timelines and deadlines, dislike of surprises, TLs and DLs. <laughs> um, enjoys <laughs> order and predictability. Yeah. Yes, big fan of structure over here. <laughs> um, next strength is problem solving, which is exactly how it sounds. <laughs> okay. Um, and then fourth is analyst. So, so good job there. How is analyst Jason? different from problem solving? So the problem solver is, um, you know, this is a good question. I feel like problem solving is more action oriented, whereas analyst is more planning oriented. That's probably true. Yeah. Let's go with that. Analysts like to find root causes and kind of understand maybe like, why? let's, yeah, let's yeah, discuss yeah. the theory behind it or the why behind it. We're problem solvers. Let's find a solution. Mm. Yeah. It, it says the problem solver, like, breakdowns can be normally demotivating to people, but for problem solvers, they see it as like an opportunity of like, oh, we yeah. can fix something and make sure it doesn't happen or minimize how much it happens. Yeah. yeah. And then your last one is believer. Um, mm. To do the right thing, you have a set of values <laughs> that you are not ready to compromise. Some people call you the person of purpose. That's a great line Oof, to have yeah, said about yeah, you. Jeez. Jeez. Purpose. Consistent, trustworthy, and reliable. You, you, Jason and Logan, you did a really good job. C's, T's, and R's. We know yeah. our boy. Yes. Jordan, how do you feel overall about uh, how these three things describe you? Do you feel like they complemented one another? Do you feel like it accurately describes you? Yeah, I do. Um, I think, again, with the first test, like some of those middle categories or the, the wing category on its face, just by itself kind of seemed like, I don't know if I agree. But when you drill down or you see kind of what's underneath the hood of those ideas, especially in chorus with the other letters or numbers, then it it makes a bit more sense of like oh yeah that's where it's coming from mm -hmm. so well said 
Do you want to know any more about your career or your romantic relationships? <laughs> oh, I did. I did read the the relationships one on the first uh, first test, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is a little uncomfortable." How I this. But uh, I'm done being personally attacked. Thank you. So I'm just gonna send this to Emily, and she can read it. Great, great, great. What 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 about it? It wasn't like the romantic relationships wasn't unlike friendships. I just laughed because again, like we've talked with Jordan about his his dating life before. So um, I'm, I'm an insider. His DL. But like, I think this is very true of you in that in terms of romantic relationships, you're someone who you care a lot about family um, and providing like emotional and practical support. Uh, a real Peter Weber type. Home is where the heart is. Um, Sorry. similar to like friendships, you're more likely to like pursue a romantic relationship. If you actually see long-term potential in it, mm -hmm. you're not just going to be like willy nilly dating uh, a lot of people. And I think that dating like, goodbye is what you did. <laughs> Son. Son. Listen here. Yeah, no, I, I value depth for sure. Yes. In, in all personal uh, endeavors. Yes. <laughs> and, single and personal, female listeners. And all personal networking that I do. All the single ladies, if you're looking for someone dependable and supportive emotionally and practically, who's interested in depth, our man Jordan, currently yeah. on the market. It's basically Let's Beyonce go. song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then your career types, is again, like you kind of are fit for a lot of jobs, but it talked a lot about how you do best when you can help other people one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. um, and work in strong, well-developed institutions uh, with like-minded people um, and organizations that have strong values and ethics. Yeah. And I, I think one of them, it might've been that first site again, mentioned like a software analyst or something as, it did, and I was like, yeah. Oh, that's encouraging. Cause I'm doing that. And yeah, that like that role I am working one-on-one -on -one with people you know do doing stuff in teams as well but like most of it is me with a client um so yeah that was encouraging to be like oh that you know that lines up kind of with with the way my, like I've I've always described this job that I'm in now as it fits the way my brain is wired really well and it's it's nice to have confirmation on that front from someone other than myself. <laughs> That's, but that is a good person to also have confirmation from. Also, <laughs> yes. Love to hear it. Cool. Well, shout out, go Gators. You've been analyzed. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know romantic side of things was part of this analysis. I don't know if I would have signed up. If uh, you, have you read your uh, page of that report? What? Which report was it? So it was the sixteen personalities one. Oh no, that was the one. I apologize, Emily, because I closed out of that tab before I got the results. <laughs> Did you retake it? No, I've I've taken the Myers Briggs like fifty times. I get the uh, same thing every time. So. Oh wow! Oh cool! Wow, it must be nice to be consistent in your personality type. I'm a psychopath, and I change every. Like, I misidentify depending on where Saturn is in, in the astrology yeah. side. Right. All right. Well, um, cool. Looking forward to Jason's episode of this next. Yeah, Jason, how are you feeling with like some somewhat time to prep? 
Because you know. know you're going to bed uh, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work in communications. I should be able to spin this pretty well. But right. Spin, yeah. Uh, that's interesting that you keep bringing up spin, Jason. Hmm. I feel hmm. like Jason and I need to both drink a gin and tonic for his episode because we always have our best, like, <laughs> conversations yeah, over a good G&T. <laughs> not a single g Let it be known there was not just one G&T that fueled that conversation. Uh, it was a, it was a series still, of G&Ts. It's our, it's our <laughs> go-to. We're going to have conversation some, drink, Logan. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, I like We're a nice clear some, liquor drink you know, for a conversation. I, I, I consider myself like a... Uh, um, like a good. sister to Jason, oh, so nice, you know, nice. it's like our our bro and sis like drink of choice yeah. when we're gonna have deep conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just jealous. You can't be a part of it. Sorry, you're <laughs> not in our club. I come over with my tequila soda, and everyone's like, "Get out of here, Logan! This is a G and T table." Yeah, that's exactly how it happens. Listeners, low carb, low carb Logie, not welcome here. That's just that's the vibe I'm getting. It's fine. It's true. You know where low carb Logie is welcome though? His old pants that don't that used to not fit. He is welcome back in them. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, boys. We're back. We're back. Back in a big way. Yeah. Not a big. Anyway, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm. This is a fairly daunting prospect. To... Yeah, it's really not. It's really not so bad because, like, overall, we focus on like things that we know about you and like about you. So that's nice. But yeah. you know, there are some uncomfortable things when we talk. When we talk weaknesses and you know, dating life. Oh yeah, I mean, I could delve a lot deeper, you guys. I'm taking it very easy. Mm-hmm. On yeah, you. That, those are for the paid episodes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. content is Emily just staring us down. If we get if we get a the Kickstarter oh, up to crying. ten grand, we'll drop the the major fire. Well, you say that, but I feel like if she has two gin and tonics on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we do this thing, yeah. it's a slippery slope, and there's, a, there's layers to Jason. Hour forty-five minutes in, yeah, just the full court press. Jason's sobbing. Boy, this took a turn. Logan will just be like, "Emily, you need to rein it." I'll be like, "No, Jason, don't you turn that laptop off? I'm not done with you." I'm picking up on some resistance here, Jason. What is that about? Let's psychoanalyze that, shall we? My career. That's what that's about. Oh man, it's cool. Emily, Emily has some new mind reading techniques, so it's good times. Again, the dark arts. Yeah, you learned about the tapping. Well, I can just have like. No, I learned about the eye movements. I'll just. Uh, I mean, I can just have Doctor Satter send you her notes. We can just be at like graduate level <laughs> classes already. Listen, I don't want to have a. Uh, I don't want to have any uh, conflicts of interest because I know your therapist. So that's what <laughs> breaches breaches of confidentiality. Mm-hmm. True. true. Yes. She would never send it to you because she's a good doctor. <laughs> doctor. The good doctor. All right. Um, she's a good doctor. Anything else that we need, we want to touch on? You guys, so Jordan watched the other guys. Jason, you watched anything good today? No, I was running around building a desk and cooking pork, burning myself. As one does. I think the day that I met Emily, I burned myself really bad. Mm. That's fun. The flames, the flames were hot from the get-go. That damn big old grass gas grill at Grace Covenant Church, Jordan. Like, if you there were like, the two the one center... that's like chained to the anchors yeah. in the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two uh, the two center like nozzle holders. Like somehow there was like I don't know if like the the insulation came out of the inside of them, but they're like you know faux metal or or they were metal. 
like just the, the little handles that you turn mm-hmm. and um i grabbed one to like crank the heat down and like it it felt like it had been just filled with burning flames for like minutes i mean it was it melted the the, the tips of my fingers it was like a real men in black situation i probably would I probably could just like steal things now because yeah, my you can do unlimited crimes now. Yeah, yeah. I just remember like I grabbed it. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, ah, it's hot. <laughs> oh, hellfire! Burning <laughs> with it's hellfire. It's weird burning yourself on on metal because there's like there's that like brief instant of you're just where you very much know it's like that's scalding hot, but there, there's no reaction yet. You're just like, ah, ah. Like, well, and on those those like all stainless steel chromed out grills like the one at the church you touch it and you're like i know this is hot but is it is it hot because it's the summer and this is the sun like how hot are we talking and then two seconds later you have blisters already yes then you know one time i drove uh the family riding lawnmower off the curb while i was cutting my neighbor's grass and i like for some reason, thought that oh, I, I was going to be story. able to deadlift the the riding lawnmower back onto the the yard, which was not in the cards for as one does fourteen year old Logan. And I like grasped the front of the mower, and I just melted the inside of my hand on the muffler, and it was mm-hmm. bad. I heard it like sizzle, and my skin just like Ugh. melted. Ugh. The top layer just like rolled off. It was bad. I was like, oh man, not the whole thing. It just hurts real bad. Oh. It hurts, it hurts, hurts real bad, Daddy. It hurts on the first coach. <laughs> so that have Uncle Dave come uh, deadlift the deadlift the truck back up there, the truck. However, we figured it out. Good times, good memories. Yeah. Sometimes I think about maybe mowing some yards again. Getting back into the the grass cutting days. I feel like I could undercut like a lot of people. Like my neighbor, I'm sure pays like well above what I would do it for. And I'm already like doing a quarter of her yard anyway, so it's like you know. Have, have you mentioned that to her yet? Like I'll make a couple extra greenbacks, and uh, Daddy will come right over there and freaking keep this thing looking like a putting green. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is though, like those lawn service people, like that's their job. They yeah, have to be there, have to do it. And there will be weeks where you're just like, ah, I kind of want to let my grass grow. Oh, I mean, yeah, I definitely do that. Uh, so yeah. you don't have that luxury when others that's true but i also don't get paid for doing my own yard so you're more well, motivated not in me. earthly treasures logan <laughs> yeah true <laughs> moth, and, moth and dust are not destroying those treasures thieves are not breaking in and stealing them that is for sure <laughs> but yeah i'm just saying like i mean you know the best deal ever was when uh, Wild Bill Turner lived across the street from me, and oh, he would pay me. God. He would pay me like twenty five dollars to walk his dog. How rich off that dude, man! It was like, like, like forty five minutes of my life. Oh, I would just take my dog to the park. I was like, this. It might have been fifteen bucks, but I was just like, fifteen bucks. I mean, I, I mean, Christ Almighty! My dad pays me eight dollars to work at the poultry plant, yeah. and that's like <laughs> actual like death defying work half the time. So anyhow. Shouts out New Market Poultry Products. Shouts out to Wild Bill Turner, also. Yeah. Also true. Emily, you never worked at the poultry plant, did you? <laughs> no, thank God. I helped my mom clean houses on Kiowa Island when I was a kid. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. That's a fun. That's a fun. Adventures time. in homeschooling, guys. Kiowa Island. Adventures in homeschooling. Or <laughs> <laughs> Kiowa Island? Were you there for the war on the shore, Emily? Uh, I don't think so. Do you know what the war on the shore was? No. <laughs> it was right I think it was in like 
90. It might have been 99. I don't remember. Oh, well, then I still lived there during were that time. Were you aware of that, Jason, in 99? I'm to look this up. 100% I was not. It was 91. <laughs> 91, okay. Um, 91, we didn't live there yet. You were I didn't know what cough was in 1991, so, you know. Yeah. We My were... body knew I wanted to hit bombs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Always. Guys, did you see that gentleman that hit, uh, you was like doing trick shots and hit the CD into his yeah. Xbox? Hit the Xbox into the Xbox? No. Yeah. Dude. Amazing. It was insane. He had it like, he's got like two dry erase markers. Yeah. Like, sorry. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> Touching chips. Yeah, gotcha. He's got two dry erase markers and uh, it's going to get weirder. He's got the Xbox game like sitting in between them. Uh huh. And so he like, hits a wedge and it, he chips it like five feet and it just, he's got an Xbox sitting vertical and it just goes into the disc slot and then just goes in. So he chips the disc or he chips a ball that hits the disc? No, he chips the disc itself. Oh boy. Yeah. Tremendous club face, uh, club face control. Wow. He hit a little punch cut. It was nice. It's a little different than my short game. Can be honest. <laughs> I'll have you know, though, the one-on-one I carded at Chenvali last weekend was from the Black Tees. Okay. Okay. So we weren't playing. We weren't playing up with the old farts. Oh. Did you step into the water hazard on the first hole like I did the last time I played? This? <laughs> no, I. I see. I played the. Had a ruin a day of golf right from the jump. So they have three nines out there. I played yeah. Old Creek. Okay. And neither of those opening tees have like a, a water well, issue. You would think that this one that I stepped in the water hazard on did not have water, but <laughs> much to my chagrin, when I took a step to find my ball, I ended up knee deep above above my knee. It looked, it, just, it looked like just grass. Like it was yeah. just big rubber grass. It was a wetland. It was like a full on traditional wetland. Waters Disappear. of the U.S. Yeah, the the creek course though was in legit awesome shape. I nice. it was That's one good. of the better. Yeah, I remember I've there played. were those like there were those like three summers that they did eighteen dollars to ride eighteen every weekday. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I paid thirty yeah. to to ride eighteen on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So not bad. Um, you literally drove like <laughs> it was like a 35, 40 minute drive up to Shinbuli every day. Well, I mean, I was usually working at the poultry plant. I just rolled over. That's true, yeah. Just hop over. That time. Work to slice um, out of your life. Did you guys see this Brooks Kep- we, you, you guys saw this Brooks Kepka drive. Jordan, you put us on that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Just flew a driver, 297 left. Dead Was it Boom Smoothie? <laughs> Bomb Smoothie, yeah. Bomb Smoothie, yeah. <laughs> Mur- murdered it. That was the annoying part. Is like you look at the track, man, and it's just like straight down the sprinkler heads. Yeah. It was like, you suck. It was so funny watching... Uh, Justin Thomas and, and Ricky Fowler trying to figure it out though, because like they were just talking so much trash to each other. Yeah. Smooth forty nine for me. <laughs> and then Ricky's he's like, like I'm in with four. Justin is putting here for a seven, a six. Yeah, triple. miss it, buddy. Miss it. Like in his backswing. Miss it. Miss it. <laughs> Justin with a triple. I actually got a birdie. That was so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I like that those those guys like. You know, just have a good time. Do they bro out sometimes? It must uh, be nice. Hopefully you don't bro it out. Well, they always like they do that like they go spring break together, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, part of that. There's things I like to do. One of them is yeah. bro. We'll out. get invited one of these days. Yeah. 
I'm just going to keep lurking around during COVID-19. Will route property these. management will make it much easier. To oh, go. great point, Emily. Way to bring it back. We can That's... scout new locations for them, put them <laughs> on to some hidden gems for their next spring break trip. Ricky, I'm going to use the PJ this weekend. I got a scouting trip for uh, Lefty Golf uh, 2021 and 2022. Um, <laughs> make it a little West Coast swing. So uh... Fuel up the big bird. Let's <laughs> Fuel up the big bird. Let's get it. All right, uh, are we done here? We're done here tonight. Sure. Yeah, right, not, not as much not as much food talk this time. Yeah, we're not as hungry as we were last night. Well, the uh, the the water and oatmeal talk really kind of murdered the food talk <laughs> after the uh, after the got a heavy base going and nope. just didn't want to. Emily wanna made some good uh, some good food tonight. We've been eating well during COVID nineteen. Chicken thighs, moho moho seasoned chicken thighs. Yeah, tell them what you oh. made for breakfast. Even better. Oh yeah, I, I um, <laughs> I worked out first of all, uh, uh, but then I I squeezed three hot Italian sausages out of the casing, um, with my fingies, just <laughs> popped it right out. Oh, and uh, this is a family podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there's details we want and details we don't, and well, I'm just letting you know I had a, and then so I made some sweet potato fries. Um, Alexia sweet potato fries, delightful. I don't know if you guys are on these Alexia sweet potato fries, but Can't mercy. Say I am. Okay, well, highly recommended. Worth the extra shekels you got to shell out versus the Orida or like the you know Walmart brand. Okay, but noted. Definitely good. Get the crinkle cut ones that are seasoned. Those are the best. You're gonna want to get the waffle fry ones. They'd never turn out that good. Don't get the waffle fries. They just kind of stay soggy. Yeah, and then I wouldn't even get the regular cut fries. I'd go only crinkle cut seasoned. I think that's your best bet. Um, high surface area to potato ratio which is good um but the the waffle fries just get burnt i don't know what happens they always get burnt or they they're burnt or they're like soggy yeah yes okay so i made some of those and then i used the aforementioned uh decased sausages that i i I browned up i cracked two fried eggs over the top of that it was a little little hash little hash bowl sprinkle of cheese oh I cooked the um, eggs in the sausage grease too, which was oh, really, yeah. I think. That's always stuff. the point. Also, my mother gave us these some new pans for Christmas, and for whatever reason, we just started using them this week. As, Williams and Sonoma. Yeah, like Ooh. actual oh. nice pans. And man, man, I made some nice fried eggs today. You guys are living large. Yeah, mercy. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice gift. We we went through a phase where we had thought about maybe returning them. Well, because we we have. The green pan. Yeah, like a ceramic pan. That's... The green pan we we bought a replacement for when I was yes. down there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like uh, Emily said we need to buy a new green pan because we broke the. the <laughs> I uh, got a little aggressive when I was. Uh, Logan does this thing where he just like turns the heat so high on the burner for no reason i'll never apologize things, for re- reverse searing all my things meats. cook better <laughs> for bringing at the heat medium high heat you know you're right and i also wasn't really aware that those ceramic pans like were like got hotter faster too because like if you do medium high heat on the cast iron it's going to take you a, a freaking new york minute to get hot you know so, but even with that, it's not the right use of Yeah, New York Minute is quick. <laughs> but even with yeah, the cast iron, you're wrong. It takes longer to heat up. But once it's heated <laughs> up, like, you can also 
burn things very quickly if you have it too high, even in the cast iron. Yeah, but I just, you know, I like I like to get it going. I like cooking. That's your problem. It's the impatience. Anyway, adventures in the White House kitchen. Also got a nice chef knife for Christmas. Let me tell you, a game changer in oh, the kitchen. Love a good knife. Love, love a good knife. knife. I'm out here. Shopping broccoli. <laughs> I cut myself pretty violently with it, like first thing too, which is also the mic <laughs> mark of a good knife. I do want to confess that I cut myself I right away with it. Oh yeah, when I got we got our knives, our knife set that we got for um, our wedding. Yeah, we probably just need to get rid of that thing. Well, I'm just letting you know when we first got it, I cut myself really bad too, and I was like, I, I texted the person that gave it to us, and I was like, all right, well, congrats, the knives are nice. I'm, I'm bleeding. They're sharp. They're well, is. Very much like his dad, he really has an appreciation for knives. Maybe an obsession with knives. Uh, obsession? <laughs> Not a obsession. Passion. It's like, so the things like, that you I enjoy like, buying yes, are knives. tools. Knives, um, <laughs> jackets, backpacks, shoes, and then um, sauces and other condiments. I do love condiments. I'm a big sauce guy, huge yeah. sauce guy. <laughs> And then everything else kind of falls in that whole, like, the short-term thing we were talking about the other night. Like, you tend to, like, develop an interest in something, and you'll be, like, really passionate and focused and maybe obsessive about it for a while, but then it kind of fizzles out. You don't think everybody does that to an, to an extent? To an extent. I just noticed that maybe you – I live with it's you. It's more so it's noticeable with yeah. Logan. Yes. That's fair. I'm sorry. So, I'll never sing again. In this, <laughs> you brought you brought up big sauce guy, um, and it reminds me of something I heard recently. And I want to open this up to debate. Okay. Um, there's a comedian. His name's Neil Brennan. Um, yes. He co-created the Chappelle Show, um, at the Chappelle Show with Dave Chappelle. Um, he's a very good comedian. But one of his things is he always says that everybody should stop eating meat. Because meat is nothing except a conveyor of sauces and spices. <laughs> and he's like, when you eat, when you eat like steak or chicken or anything like that, you're not, you don't like the meat. You like what it's bringing with it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. I don't think it's true because I, I do think like beef has flavor and yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's true. Pork has flavor, yeah. and especially if you cook it different and that sort of thing. Um, I, I think he's got a reasonable point about chicken. That's probably fair. Like, just an unseasoned would, chicken breast is not great. Yeah, I would say you're probably just eating too much white meat, though. Yeah, I mean, chicken. chicken's oh, interesting. Oh, you have that viewpoint? I'm sorry, what? You're saying you're eating too much white meat if you have that viewpoint? I'm saying if, if like, your only data point for chicken is, like, chicken breast sucks, like, I, I wouldn't push back on that, but I would say that, like, thigh meat is tremendous. And sure, right, right, right. Agreed. If you're going to yeah. have a choice. Sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I I just think like chicken requires more to be potable on the same lo- like a, a good a good steak you can do just salt and pepper on and it's awesome, yep. but like even even a rotisserie chicken you're not just gonna salt and pepper that thing you've got to like does throw, Neil Brennan throw is some this... more friends on on the rub. Is this a uh... Is this like a a point he's making as part of a comedic bit, or is this like actually like does he maybe kind of believe it? 
I think it's I think it's one of those where the line is a little bit blurred. I think he's exaggerating a little bit for comedic. And like, does he like eat raw radishes all the time? Does he sit around and just snack down on like uncooked, unseasoned vegetables? Oh, and no, so that's, that's, no, that's what he's saying is that you should still use the sauces and the seasoning, but use okay. on vegetables and they'll taste the same. Okay, well that's pat that's patented. Yeah, I disagree with that. Well, well. What are you going to microwave a, a celery yeah. and slather it in steak sauce and tell yourself that that's, that's a, a bit of a straw man argument? I'm not going to lie. Sorry, gorilla celery. Like vegetables, there's more vegetables you and fruits you can enjoy just purely on their own, versus like meat. Again, even steak, just cooked without a little salt and pepper. Will you still eat it? Probably. Is it going to be good if it's fatty enough it's gonna be that's good, true yeah. i also want to make that's right the snobby argument that when we have like organic like beef or like grass-fed beef compared to just regular beef it's, it's so much better oh, without yeah. like yeah seasoning. i could i mean i'm on board for like i don't I don't really like when people try to make this like like it's a grand point. Like we should eat more vegetables. Like I don't think anybody would disagree that we probably yeah. should eat more vegetables and less meat. Like, well, they, yeah. to put I yourself up as like a hero for being like, oh, yeah, yeah. The world needs more vegetables. Like, okay, yeah. Well, so yeah. maybe that's Neil's like. Maybe this is Neil's way to present that argument to a different segment of the population. Right. Who might not be as receptive? I think, I think he's Save like the world. He's like, no, you guys are just idiots who like ketchup, and if you put right. it on other stuff, like I think he's saying basically, like take the take the dry rub that you like on those ribs and that steak, and put it on, I don't know, pick a vegetable or mixed vegetables. Yeah, yeah I know it's yeah, not like, real, but like the sauce you make with like sriracha and some other stuff, and put it on cauliflower instead of boneless chicken wings or like. Yeah, I, I, the, the snobby like the snobby person who likes to cook at me would just say that like if that's actually his opinion, then he just hasn't ever had well cooked food. I agree with that, and that's why. I... <laughs> and I know that's not true because he's a rich guy and definitely right. has had well cooked food. But it's just like you know, I it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'm sorry that Thanksgiving sucks at your house because and your family doesn't know how to cook. You know, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's like so you know people. Yeah, but I mean, I think I'm the same way, I, and that's why I don't think it's his real view. I think it's like uh, I think it's played up for a comedic bit, but sure. Hmm. It is, right. I, mean, I, just, I wanted to gauge gauge opinions good on that. Thought, good thought exercise, though. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got the wheel spin in there. Yeah. What do you think? Emily, would you ever get excited about having a boneless buffalo cauliflower chunk? First of all, cauliflower. Well, I don't like buffalo. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> so I will say I was super skeptical, and then like a year or two ago, our like video intern, um, who was like I don't remember if he was vegan or vegetarian, was like, "No, come over." Like he, we argued about it all year, and then he was finally like, "Come over, and I'll make you it." And he had this like, it was it wasn't like straight buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had sriracha in it. It was it was this interesting mix of flavors, awesome. and it. It tasted pretty good. It, he put he put an entire bottle of freaking sriracha in it, so it burned my entire mouth off. But I, um, it was really good, and so I do think people who know how to like again cook well, like like vegan and like vegetarian op- vegetarian options, I've rarely been disappointed. Vegetarian, we yeah, like I agree when with I'm that. In Nepal, like they eat mostly like sure. yeah vegetarian vegan just because of like meat's not as available plus like some of their like beliefs too and um i remember they made us this like cauliflower like pizza one time and it wasn't just like cauliflower crust like 
she had kind of like breaded and seasoned the cauliflower and actually put it yeah. as a topping on the pizza, and that was like really good. Okay, yeah. here's the here's the thing. And that I'm was not like actually... the the yeah. India episode of Dave Chang's yes. season two, where the the guy remarked, I, it might have been Aziz or somebody else was like, if vegan food tastes like this in the states, like I'd have no problem doing this every right. day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But it does not. So right. yeah, I don't I don't think that I would push back and argue that like. Eating a more plant-based diet. Well, no, no, that that cauliflower, that cauliflower, um, buffalo-style cauliflower is bad. I just don't think that that is a replacement for chicken wings. Agreed. Right. I think cool. That's just another way to eat cauliflower. Right. Uh, probably right. a much better way to eat cauliflower because personally, I think cauliflower is trash. Like I, it's I very bland. I don't love it. It's very bland. It's, it's very the chicken it's just like, breast of vegetables. Yes, it's just wet. <laughs> it's just like a moisture vehicle. And yes. if you try to get any sort of like rice cauliflower, it just turns into soup if you ever do that. And I, people are way too into rice cauliflower as if like they're really like doing something good for themselves. Like just eat a handful of spinach. You know, if you're going to choke down something disgusting, eat a handful of spinach and like enjoy the turd. All right. Like, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to tell you. But that all said, I'm here for improving cauliflower. I think it's good. But I just like. I would have a tough time being like, well, bam, you know, I'm here at the Super Bowl party and I mean, I just crushed like a dozen cauliflowers and I am, I'm plum full. I'm plum full right now. And <laughs> little florets, a little dozen cauliflower florets. And uh, yeah, I do think, and that, that's what I want to bring is I do think the, the, the idea that meat in and of itself doesn't have flavor is just like, okay, you have had terrible meat. It's certainly not true. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Shout out to Neil, right. though. Thanks for making us. Thanks for making us think. Yeah, thanks, Neil. About, <laughs> think about that. He's very the funny, and one of the bartenders at Chop House Bar in Harrisonburg looks exactly like him. He is extremely funny. They have him on uh, on the Levitard all the time. Dan oh, do Levitard, they? And Levitard was like close with him. Huh. Colton and I saw him live at the nine thirty club. Did he do the? Did he do like the the football? The football player does football when he when he wasn't supposed to be doing football. Yeah, like, Oh, he, he, that's like that's one of his, one. one of his, uh, <laughs> one of his takes is like, he's, he's like a football team is basically a, a, a guy who can throw a guy who can catch two guys that can kick and 43 murderers. That's all it is. He's like, you know, so when I see like, uh, these crimes about football players, all I see is football player does football when he wasn't supposed to be doing football. It's like, like Ray Rice beats the hell, you know, beats the hell out of his girlfriend in the, in the, in the elevator. And I just think like, Oh damn, I was supposed to be doing elevator, but instead I did football. And it was like, it was just funny the way he delivered it. Cause it was like a very startling point about yeah. like, Ray, like, it was a terrible situation. Obviously the Ray Rice thing, not making light of that, but it was like, well, I mean, he probably no, doesn't I mean, really I mean, have a point. Like, that's kind of his thing, and that's yeah. why, like, I mean, he's got, such a, he's got such a unique experience having done Chappelle's show with, with Dave and that sort of thing. Like, I think he can see a lot of, like, the, like, oh, this is just, like, a horrifying thing that's directly in front of us that we never actually looked at. Yeah, yeah it's just so funny. It's, oh, I just see football man does football when he wasn't supposed to be doing football. <laughs> Classic use of comedy to discuss, like, uncomfortable topics. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of uncomfortable topics, it's going to be bedtime soon. No. The weekend is over, boys. We'll uh, reconvene when it's Jason's turn on the hot seat. Yeah, you want to read us out? Yes, I do. Thanks for joining us on the Wheel Wrap Podcast. <laughs> I was getting there, FYI. You want to land the bird, Logan? Stop. Can't stop, won't stop. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. We are at Wheel Route Podcast on Instagram. 
you can go to the website dwheelroute.com. You can stream the show from there. <laughs> you can find Koji tweeting also. <laughs> Anyhow, love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Go Gators. Go his. Go Dukes. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys. <laughs>